Hey everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. All right, people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. I'm your host, Troy Dog, your guy T Dog here. I'm bringing you a really good episode this week. I'm excited. AP7, the cowboy, Captain America, whatever you want to call him, is joining me here on this pod in like 15 minutes when I get through all of my my segments here. I'm excited, man. AP, he's a hometown boy close to me here. Uh, he's, he's a couple years younger, so I really didn't race or anything coming up with him. But um, he, he's he been a big impact to this area. His Him and his father, we'll get into that. Scott Plessinger with his tracks around here and Ohio Motocross owes a lot to the Plessinger family. So it's kind of like a, a cool little deal for me here because AP and I have actually been, um, we've worked together in the past with stories and obviously interviews. I did a feature story in Racer X Magazine the year before he won the title, I believe. So a lot of people were at the time were saying that he was the next guy coming up. He won his two titles the year after we did the story. So it was kind of fitting, but um, it was just kind of a cool, cool deal for me to get my first and only, but my first ever uh, featured story in Racer X Magazine. So that was cool. I'm looking forward to uh, doing some more feature writing not for the magazine, but like my own deal coming up. I got some plans for 2024, so I'm pretty excited. But it's cool because I haven't talked to AP in a long time, but we just, we kind of just go down memory lane a little bit and talk about this year as well and just kind of dip into his father's heritage around here too with tracks and just so we talk about all kinds of stuff, really. It was always good, uh, conversation with AP. So look for that in about 10 minutes. So let's get to some segments first. Uh, we got, we can talk about some cool shred tour stuff coming up. Let's bounce off this AP thing real quick. The shred tour stop. The next shred tour stop is coming to Muddy Creek Raceway for the Muddy Creek Top Gun Showdown. And at that showdown, they're going to have the Cody Gregg Memorial Two-Stroke Race in which AP has kicked in $10,000 again. That's the second year in a row now doing that uh, for his buddy Cody Gregg and his father Chris. So that's that's a cool deal for for the sport, really. Um, that purse is now up to twenty-two over $22,000. I saw a post from, I believe, Victory Sports or Muddy Creek Raceway itself just giving people an update on the purse breakdown. It's really a cool deal. You should probably check it out and and sign up if you can because this is good money and it's for a good cause and, and memory of some really awesome people. So join us in Bluntville, Tennessee on October 13th through 15th, Muddy Creek Raceway at the Top Gun Showdown. It's an event that's happened, I don't even know. I should really look into how many years it's been running, but it's been going a long time. And it's it's always in the fall. That's what I liked about it. Always in the fall, fall weather, nice, you know, camp out setting, have some good racing at Muddy Creek. And then we'll have another Shred Heads event, um, that's what we're calling it. We'll have another Shred Tour at Fox Raceway, 
on October 28th through 29th, right before Halloween weekend. Love that. Wait, that's Halloween weekend. So yeah, two days later, it's Halloween. Ooh, Shredheads. Let's get spooky, guys. Come on. Come on out. Fox Raceway. So that's the last one of the year. I'm expecting the Shred Tour calendar to be out soon for 2024. So you can mark your calendars and make it make it out to one of them. So I'd like to kick this thing off with some... Uh, Squad updates, the T-Dog squad, six riders now, up to six riders. What am I going to do for 2024? That's six riders is a lot. Can I handle it again? I started the year with what, five? No, four. I started with four, added Yoder, added McElrath. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe we'll have to get to some terms here. It's about that agreement season where I send them the agreement happy with everybody um everybody made the playoffs um let's go down a breakdown here of who did what let's start with uh Mr. Hawaii himself Grant Harlan we believed from the beginning so I don't want to hear anyone say that y'all believed in Harlan way before anything because you didn't and he earns national number 23 next year, according to Clinton Fowler, if we went fast. 23. Chase Sexton moving on to the number four. Enter Grant Harlan, the Michael Jordan of Hawaii, at number 23. He finished uh, L.A. off with an 18-12 moto scores. He was finally not Graham Harlan. He turned into Grant Harlan, the second moto. And I like, I like this. This is what I like. So, you know... The first moto, where he did the restart and everything, because Barsha went down. But Ferrandis had gone down to the first turn, and every I, I love. I know how hard it is to be an announcer because I have to do this pod, and I, I don't even make sense half the time. But you say, "Oh, Ma look, McElrath and uh, Harlan are down too." Like, "Oh, Ferrandis went down. Just, just Ferrandis. No one else." You got to mention the other guys too, because they made the playoffs as well, and they're there. They are there, putting in the work too. So Ferrandis, yes, he did go down, but so did McElrath and Harlan. It was like a squad party right there. Anyway, that's just a gripe I had. I know it was probably unintentional, but give a shout out to the to everybody because they're out there trying their best too. That's a rant, a rant I didn't expect to have, but cool. Speaking of McElrath, he went 15-11 for 13th overall in L.A. Good bounce back. That's probably more... That 11th, he was like running top 10 that second moto too, so... I know he's probably happy with that. I haven't talked to him since. I've kind of... Since the season ended, let everyone kind of do their deal, except AP, of course, but... Um, Starling? Big news out of Starling camp. We're going to be... We're going to have him on the squad pod next week. We already scheduled this out. So he's guest next week. Big news out of Starling camp. They're going to be parents. Big Daddy Starling and Nicole. Big Mommy Starling. That's cool. Good job, guys. Getting married and having a kid. Look at you guys. It's insane. Life is, life is beautiful, man. But that's cool. 
Um, he did make it out to L.A., uh, Justin did, Stardog. He rode Alex Ray's Yamaha and uh, hurt his leg or something or foot, something. Something went bad on, on practice day that we, we couldn't race. So uh, that's, that's a bummer there, but he still made it out, made some money, I believe. And uh, we look forward to next year on a Honda. But we'll, we'll get in touch with him next week and see what's really been going down. I haven't talked to him since... Uh, Nothing, nothing crazy, like two months or so. So be good to catch up with Starling. Lots happening in his life. Hunter Yoder, Yoder, Yo Dog, Yodsters. Uh, he went twenty-two twenty-one in LA. Twenty-second overall, PRMX Partzilla. Uh, they'll be Yoder will be announcing some plans for twenty twenty-four. Coming up soon. So we'll look forward to that. Um, it, it actually, it was kind of cool because he didn't realize he was going to be doing the playoffs or being able to race. So I think he came in fresh off an Alaskan trip and did some work. So good job, Yoder, on that. Derek Kelly, 1918, 19th, 19th overall. I'm a little stuffy this week, guys. I don't know what's going on with me, but bear with me. 19th overall for DK. Uh, DK, I, I want him to get rest this offseason. I want him to get ready for next year, return to his Supercross uh, 2023 form. That's, if I had any advice, just like rest up the next month, bro. Like get everything settled. Because he came out a couple months ago and told us what he's been through. And it's it's crazy, man. I don't think he's even had time to rest anything since for outdoors or anything since so just get get with outlier athlete and uh get rested up mate so the overall smx points harling got 15th mackerath got 16th starling 29th i don't i don't even know how that factors in um yoda got 26th in the 250 class and Derek kelly 24th so good job, guys, making playoffs. That was uh, that was cool. Uh, when they announced playoffs in the beginning of the year, I didn't really understand or, like, I don't think anyone really knew what to expect. So when we got, when, uh, we got to the playoffs, we, it was kind of cool to see, like, uh, the tier be raised. Like, it was, uh, it wasn't just like a normal race. You could tell there was something special on the line, and they did a good job with that and the TV package and everything. So, good job, team. Good year. And uh, if you want a full rundown of the Troy Dog Squad Elite Athlete Program, check out for it um, Friday. Friday on Vermoto.com. We're going to do a complete rundown of, of everybody on the team and how their year went. So, that's what I'm working on. Um, all right, it's time for the Guts Racing Power Rankings. And breaking news, everybody, Guts Racing has signed on for the last three months of the year, so there'll be the Guts Racing Power Rankings into the new year. So thank you to Andy and everyone at Guts for your continued support of the Guts Racing Power Rankings. For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for 
a comfortable and stylish place to park your end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam, no matter what you ride. And if you use the code VERB20 at checkout, you can save on your order. So if you're going to get that custom seat, you're going to put all 17 of their colors on. Uh, the grippiest seat in the world, the comfiest seat in the world. Guts Racing has it all. Get some t-shirts and use the code VERB20 at checkout and tell them Troy Dog sent you for a deal. It's Gus Racing, the official seat cover of Hap Suzuki and Rockstar Husqvarna, among many other people in the sport. So, we love Guts Racing. My Guts Racing powerings this week are going to come off the dome right now because I didn't write anything down, which is kind of cool. So, number one, let's just go AP7. Yeah, plus, my kid, it's one of my kid's favorite riders, Bub Dog. His real name's Eli. I know I I need to explain these dog names sometimes, but Eli, he's my son, my firstborn. He's uh, almost five years old now, so he's really getting into dirt bikes. We got him a Supercross video game that he plays constantly and wants me to race with him on. Um, every time that we go to a race, we bring him back a shirt. Uh, he's going to, I think he's going to be able to hit a race in 2024. His... He's been to Red Bud. He was like two when it happened, but, you know, we tried Monster Jam out. His attention span went for 20 minutes, but we think we're we're getting to an age here where we can go to another race and he can sit and enjoy. So I think that's going to be really cool. But anyway, off my tangent here, AP7 is number one. My kid's a real uh, big fan of his. And I I put out a, I don't know, it was an, it was a, Bub Dog inspired piece on Vermoto this week because it was an ode to the Plessinger family and what they mean to Ohio motocross. And just, you're going to hear in this interview just how much of a genuine dude that AP is. Um, he's one of the best racers in the world. He's won a lot of money. He's a factory racer. Um, champion. Just... You, you name it, he's he's accomplished a lot. But yet, you, you wouldn't, talking to him, you wouldn't realize that. Like, you would think that he'd have some sort of ego or some sort of, you know, hard. it's hard to get in touch with him, maybe. But for me, texting him and, and just being like, hey, man, do you have time to do an interview? He's, he's no problem. He texts right back. If he says he's a, available at a certain time, he'll just... Like, yeah, no problem. Like, call me up. And then he just gives you his time and answers the questions. Great. So I, I got nothing but respect for AP and, and what he brings to the sport. He's a fan favorite for a reason. And the dude just genuinely loves dirt bikes and loves people, I think. So just just got a lot of respect for AP and, and what he's accomplished and how he carries himself as an athlete. So. Good job, AP. Number one this week. Number two. I hate putting him number two, but my team over at HEP, HEP Suzuki just signed on an extension with Suzuki. So that's good. We have a place to go, like at the races still with Suzuki backing. Uh, Dustin Pipes has carried Suzuki through 
I don't even know. I feel like he's been, I need to ask him this, like how long he's ridden Suzuki's. It's been since at least 09 when I met him. So I need to look into that because that's a long time. That's almost Barry Carson type years. Almost. I mean, I think Barry's been racing them for at least 70 years now, but all joking aside, it's cool to see Hep Suzuki extend their partnership with Suzuki and we'll see more announcements. I feel like Ken Roxon's going to go back there and see who else rats for them next year because there's a lot of good things going on over there. So they're number two. Um, yeah, I, if the fact that like I have a locker in there says enough about the team. Like they just give me a locker. Like I don't even have anything in it, I don't think. But I kicked Welton out of it the last time I saw it. And I emptied it out. And I took a bunch of his gear. So I don't even think I put anything in there. Maybe maybe I put some... Uh, I think I stole Chiz gear and put it in, in my locker. That sounds about right. Anyway, Hep Suzuki number two. And number three, Garrett Marchbanks. Wow, dude. Like, this dude just made so much money. Like, I, I didn't even think he... Anyone expected him to do as well as he did in SMX playoffs. Like, as a whole, I'm shocked. Like, him and Masterpool were really, like, the story of the summer when it came to guys performing over what you expected them to do. But Garrett really came alive during these playoffs. This guy finished 7th overall in SMX 450 points. So, I, I don't know, man. Like, I've heard he's going back to 250 next year for Club MX, but he's proved himself as a 450 guy. Maybe 450 Supercross is a bit of a jump, and he can podium, obviously, 250 races as he's done in the past. But it obviously, they have a plan, but this guy is legit on a 450, and the future is bright. So, uh, Garrett Marchbanks had an incredible year in 450 motocross. He finished 6th overall in points and then 7th overall in 450 SMX playoffs. Beating some factory boys in the process. So, good job, Garrett, the man-child. I need to talk to Garrett. I haven't really introduced myself to him and I feel bad. But I feel like we need to get him on the squad pod. Let's do it. All right, that's the Guts Racing Power Rankings this week. If you would like a full list, an explanation of my list this week, you can check it out on verbmoto.com. We post those on Fridays. And this week, I'm posting them alone. I'll have my own list this week because Law is MIA because the season's over, so I have no idea where he's even at. And then my wonderful wife, Ginger Dog, is just like, I think she threw in the towel. I don't know if she's going to do them anymore, so... Just going to be me and my takes. So if you want my power rankings, check them out on Friday on verbmoto.com. Now it's time to get to the interview with AP. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, enjoy the cowboy. and I'll see you on the other side. On the phone, my guest this week on the squad pod is Captain America himself, Red Bull KTM's Aaron Plessinger. What's up, Aaron? 
Oh, dude, not much. Just uh, getting ready for France, man. Just um, we just finished the Super Motocross season, and um, yeah, and all focus is on France, and uh, yeah, just been kind of chilling these last few days, and then we'll get into riding later this week. But um, yeah, I'm feeling good, man. So yeah, I was gonna. That was kind of where I was going to go first because, you know, 31 races down, you know, one more to go. You're very excited about it, obviously. You love America and the, the race. So I guess that's the way to get um, ramped up for it. It's just you're representing America. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm more than... Uh more than grateful for this, uh, this opportunity and, and, uh, get to kind of get redemption on the last time we did it. Last time we did it, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't the greatest. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more than grateful for this opportunity and, and to go, uh, show my colors in, in, uh, France. It'll be my first time overseas and, and, um, yeah, first time ever really going, anywhere but the u.s i've been to canada once and and that was about it so um yeah i'm I'm excited to go overseas and and uh show these boys what i can do i'm excited to see what what you can do as well especially when it comes to um, i know you're gonna be doing something uh original like last time you did your hair right (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah I'll, I'll be I'll be sporting something pretty cool. I I I don't think I'll shave the head and dye it again. Um, I'm too scared that my hair won't grow back after that. I know, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, there'll there'll definitely be something in the side of my head, and uh, I'll be I'll be sporting the U.S. very very hard with some belt buckles. I'll uh I'll I'll bring some uh some of my own collection, and and we'll get we'll get rowdy over there in France. You just do just do the mullet in. Just do red, white, and blue in there. Don't even do anything about it. Just just dye it. <laughs> just dye it. Like that's a, that's a flag. Yeah, yeah. I can I can see about doing that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll start to Google up some pictures. That's where I found the last the last hairdo. I, I just googled USA USA haircut and, and some uh, some Olympics. Uh, I think it was ice skater did what I did and. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely memorable. No, I mean, it's it's just cool, man. You you've got to uh, you get to run the number one, and you know you haven't been able to do that obviously because you moved up to the four fifty class when you won both your titles. But uh, this will be cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. The number one is um, is definitely uh, an opportunity you don't want to miss out on running, especially uh, when it's against the world. Um, I, I, I actually got, uh, I got, well, I think I got asked, um, why didn't I run a number three for, for Dale? And, uh, I was like, dude, number three is sick. But when you get the chance to, to run the number one, you, uh, you definitely can't miss out on it. So I'm, I'm excited. The, the stickers look sick. Um, I've yet to see the full set of graphics though. Um, the, the gear looks sick with the number one on it. Um, uh, <laughs> I think we got a target on our back, so I think we're the number one, two, and three are ready to do some work. I'm tired of the the talk too in the comments of like this is not our best team. Like we have three Americans that really want to go, and you guys are really awesome, and you have a really good chance of of doing it. So I, I don't know why everyone. You guys even got asked that in the press conference too, and it's like. I just didn't, I didn't really like that. It was kind of a weird like scenario to put you guys in of like, this isn't our best team, but like, it's a really good team. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, 
I think everybody looks at it as, you know, Christian hasn't been on a bike. Um, and, you know, um, I, I can vouch for him. Uh, he's been riding for about a month now and, and, uh, we went out and rode the other day and he's fast, dude. He's, he's, um, he hasn't, he hasn't skipped a beat with his riding. So I think, uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised when, when we do show up and, and, um, we are going to be, you know, battling with those guys up front. I think, um, I think Kristen's going to do awesome. I think RJ is going to do really, really good. Um, and then me, you know, I just gotta, I just gotta execute and, uh, do what I know how to do. So, um, my last few outdoors were, were really good. And, and, um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll all like this track. I think it's, it's going to be a tight track, but, uh, also a lot of up and down hills. So it's going to be good for us. I think, um, between us three, we're going to, we're going to do some work and we're going to turn some heads and, uh, prove some people wrong. It's cool. And I, I do like the, you know, this time of year in racing and, um, I, I like that the schedule went longer this year. I, I'm sure you probably, I don't know how you feel about that. It's been a long year, 31 races, but, um, you know, you got to go into deep into September, which we don't normally do. So, you know, what, what was that like from your point of view? Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty, um, I mean, it was pretty long for sure, but this year, I don't know. I, I haven't, um, I don't know whether it was, you know, taking a few weeks off, um, with a couple crashes and, and in the season that, that kind of got me revamped and, and ready to go. But, um, this season I'm, I, I feel like I'm more ready to go now than, than I was in the middle of outdoors. So, um, I think, you know, it, it definitely was a long season, but with the way we're training and stuff, with with how, uh, I don't know, with how, I guess, hard we're, we're training in the season, I think it's kept us going throughout the whole the whole thing and not, not had us burn out. Okay, that's an interesting perspective on it. I mean, you had... A pretty underrated year, really. Seventh in Supercross, third in Motocross, and fifth in playoffs. Um, I know LA didn't go how you wanted it to. Um, yeah. you, you even uh, put your first tweet out in, on your account, and I guess we call it tweet now. It's it's X, whatever you call it, but it, yeah. it's just LA sucks. So, um, dude, at that at that point, like I was, we had just gotten off the airplane, we had rented the car, and then. We were driving and dude, we get off the exit and man, we're just driving over trash and like, like, I don't know, I guess homeless people just everywhere. And it was just like, it was just like, man, this, this ain't the, this ain't the place for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, but, but yeah, I mean, other than that, yeah, like the racing, it was going all right. You know, I had a, horrible start in the first one and then the next few laps i i ended up catching uh i think i ended up catching up to like sixth place and then the red flag and then they put two more people in front of me that were behind me when they red flagged it so i was a little fired up about that and then um and then yeah i um i ended up you know halfway washing the front off this 
roller going into the sand and then it caught and it threw me into like a slow endo and I had to ditch the bike and do when I, when I hit the ground, all I was thinking was somebody's going to land on me. So I, I ended up rolling out of it, crawling off the track. And then I, when I, when I looked up to see my bike and dude, it was, it was into the wall and it was hung wide open and some flagger was stuck in the back wheel. And I was like, dude, what, what just went on? And then, um, I, I ended up talking to Phil Nicoletti after the race and he was like, dude, I was like millimeters away from taking you down (laughs) very, very hard. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought. And, um, and then I, I ended up getting back on the bike and, and, you know, I, I tried to straighten the front end out. I tried to keep going, but ultimately I, I pulled in the pits and, uh, um, we had to go back and, and assess the situation before we went out for the second one. But, um, but yeah, it, it didn't go as planned, but you know, when does it, when does it ever, um, True. it's, it's been, uh, an up and down season for me and, and, uh, just to get up and, and be able to finish that race was, was, uh, a pretty big deal for me. And then, um, yeah, I, I just kind of took it easy the second moto and, and I was like, I, I have, um, you know, a little bit bigger fish to fry after this. Um, this race is, you know, it's, uh, it's part of the series, but also it's money race. And then we got designations right after this. So I didn't want to take myself completely out of it. And, um, and yeah, I think I, I did a good job with that. Yeah, exactly. And, and like you said, I mean, it's just a big, it's a huge money race. Um, the track looked very slippery towards the end. The sand section got super rough, so they weren't making it easy on you guys to earn that money. Oh yeah, dude. No, it was, I knew with, with it being in LA and with, with it being a night race, um, it was going to get dry during the, during the practice. And then it was going to get super slick at the, uh, at the end of it, which, which it did. And, uh, it had some ruts that were, were kind of hard to see. And, and, um, it had some, you know, really square edge bumps that were, were pretty gnarly. And then, to add on to it, the the jump that Kenny and and uh, Jet were doing was was out of this world. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they got some big cojones to uh, to jump that thing. Um, but but yeah, it was uh, it was a typical you know California Supercross, hard, slick, and then um, you know pretty rough. That's funny to hear a rider of your caliber say that it was. Uh gnarly to do that four on off before the triple because they they did it you know jet did it and then kenny had to step up and do it to stay with him so did you even think about it at all during the day uh dude to to be honest no yeah i i didn't even i didn't even take a look at it like i once we got out on the track you know i i saw somebody do it um I can't remember what it was, when it was, it was maybe during, during the day, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I guess I, I said to myself early on in the day that that wasn't, 
even a possibility and i wasn't going for it <laughs> so <laughs> blame me. it was it was yeah. ruled out of the equation pretty quick <laughs> yeah no that thing was huge and I, I obviously on tv it doesn't do it justice so uh, <laughs> not being there you know like, that's that's insane but um but the playoffs like you got a big check that's awesome um what do you think mm-hmm. about it you know yeah i mean it was it was pretty cool i um I think I had more fun in the last couple of races than I had in a while, uh, especially, you know, Charlotte and then, uh, Chicago or they were, they were sick. Um, I like, I like Chicago because, you know, I could run my outdoor setup and then, um, I was going really fast. So that was a, that was a pretty good track. And then, um, you know, the payout in itself is, is unbelievable that, uh, they came up with that money and, and they're able to, to, give a lot to the guys and i mean it it's definitely a lot of money for us but um or so for you know 10th through 20 22nd or whatever they get uh, a really really big payday uh considering you know they don't get too much throughout the season so i thought it was uh i thought it was good for that um more than more than us getting that money yeah, yeah, that's true. And and the LA Coliseum with the nostalgia there and all the history that like you got to go up to Peristyle and back down it, like that's just something you take with you once your career's over too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um it's it's kinda it's kinda different for me. Like it, it's still crazy that, that we raced there and, and um they brought it back after however many years, but uh I I I never really um knew like a lot about the stadium or, or, um, like the races that went on with it because at, you know, I mean, I wasn't born at that time. And then, uh, I, I had more of a off-road background. So the only thing I really seen of it was, you know, obviously the, the, the ghost ride by Deegan, um, a few runs of the, the, uh, freestyle motocross. And then, um, a couple of the, the races was like, uh, Johnson and, and Ward and, and those guys. So, um, it, it was, it was really, really cool. But, uh, for, for probably for some of the guys that, that actually knew a lot of the history, it was, it was a lot more cool for them. Yeah. And that's a really good, ter- uh, jumping off point too, for my, my next part here where, where I wanted to just talk about how you've been able to shape your, your image and, you know, coming from, you know, Ohio, you're an Ohio boy at heart, um, right down the road from where I grew up actually. So, um, kind of watch you race through the years. I mean, I've done a race rack story with you. We have mutual friends from around here, but th- these last couple of years, the fans have really truly like latched on to you and you, you have the biggest fans in the sport right now. Like I, I heard them on the, on the podium at Bud's Creek. I'm like, are they seriously chanting for you right now? And it's like everywhere you go. <laughs> Like it's just cool what you've been able to to accomplish with the fans, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it is awesome, and uh, yeah, like I mean, I I had a really really good following, um, you know, before the last couple of years, but I think once I once I actually leaned into the kind of redneck, you know, cowboy kind of character, um, which it's not really a character; it is like really who i am um but once i kind of took that role it was uh it was on from there a lot of a lot of people you know started to really 
realized that they could, you know, I don't know. What do you, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing, uh, words here. No, I'm, um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, even go ahead. They, they could like, I guess, I, I don't know. See, see that I'm a regular dude yeah. and, and a dude who just likes to ride dirt bikes and, and is normal. It's not, uh, you know, not, some huge celebrity i'm just uh somebody like them who who likes to ride dirt bikes and is uh somewhat good at it so um they they can kind of relate themselves to that and uh i think that's why a lot of people like me and and too i i i like to spend some extra time with the fans and and uh, and just kind of get to know them you know uh i'll talk to somebody for an hour if they want to um, and they'll have to, you know, the team will have to come up and, and pull me away from signing autographs because I'll just sit there and do it all night long if you let me. So, um, yeah, so I think the, the fans can relate to me, and uh, I think that's that's probably one of the biggest parts of why, why they like me so much. Yeah, I was going to say be careful, man, because we are recording. Like, Cowboy is life. Don't don't get it twisted. Like, cow- <laughs> the Cowboy is life. It's not just a character. We're not making this. This is real. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a lifestyle for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, now that I got, uh, now that I got a couple horses, and, and we're at the barn about, you know, every day of the week, it's uh, it's becoming more, more and more of a lifestyle. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's awesome. Cause even my kid, like he's four, and he's he's like just sitting there, like, who do you want to win, man? I want the cowboy to win. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding awesome. you. It is awesome. I'm like, dude, he lives. Well, he used to live down the street pretty much from us, like 20 minutes. It's just, okay, without your dad being here with running his tracks, Ohio motocross would be dead. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for him because he, Me too. He's, he's keeping the, he's keeping the Ohio motocross dream alive. Um, without him, yeah, it's yeah, the Buckeye series would be pretty pretty slim i think it's uh it's now starting to grow back to what it was when you know when we were kids and and uh that's that's really good to see and dude he's he's all in on it too like he i'll call him most days of the week and he's like yeah dude i'm I'm out here on the water truck or i'm out here on the tractor you know just getting these tracks down We, we got open practice tomorrow and i gotta you know, I got to get it done, and and some nights I'll call him. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just staying out at the track tonight. I didn't get late, or I didn't get done till late, so I'm just staying out here so I can get up early and work on the track." So he's uh, he's all in. It's um, it's twenty four seven with that guy. <laughs> I love to hear that too because we need that for sure. I mean, did you ever when you were ripping up uh, gravel rama around here? We used to run that. <laughs> did you ever envision being where you're at now in life? Um. The, to be honest, no. Like it, it really didn't. Like obviously, you have those thoughts. Like, oh yeah, what if I was like a professional dirt bike racer or this or that? Like, it, it didn't really occur to me until you know I, you know, I was I was really good at nothing else but riding a dirt bike and and um one of my one of one of the the best things I think my dad has ever said to me is, you know, I was, I was complaining about riding and this and that. And I was like, ah, oh, I could go make money doing this. And he, he got fed up at one time. And he's like, well, 
go do it then. Let's quit. Let's sell everything. And, and at that point, I was like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> Could be gone. He's serious. Like, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably just keep riding. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I, think, I think at that point, I was like, okay, this is this is real. This has got to be what I do. And, and I got to put everything into it. So um, at that point, I was, you know, in the mid-teens and, and – you know, we started uh, getting getting some. I mean, the one offer that I did, which was star, and uh, I went ended up going that year and, and doing really good. And at that point, I was like, this this could actually be what I do. So, um, to answer your question, I think it was like you know, 2013 that that I really realized or I really envisioned myself. Um, going pro and actually doing this for a living now six for six at loretta is that you're right b class yeah 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 that's memorable yeah, for that was, sure that was that was a good year yeah it was um and i and then to end this up uh i just wanted to kind of touch on something truly important to to you and us at vermoto um we have the uh muddy creek uh top gun showdown coming up it's part of the vermoto shred tour and there's the Cody Gregg Memorial Two-Stroke Race coming up, which you kick in about $10,000 in for every year. Um, and growing up, Cody and you were like brothers. Um, it's just, it's coming up really quickly, and I, I just kind of want to get your, your thoughts on what this race means to you and your family as a whole. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, um, it's, it's an awesome thing that they do. Um, you know, they've done it ever since, you know, Cody and Chris passed and, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, it's special to me, you know, even if, even if I don't get to, to make it out there, um, every year, it's, uh, it's a, it's a good race and it, it keeps, um, you know, Cody and Chris's memory going for, for everybody. And, um, yeah, I, the, the money that I donate, you know, I, I just, I just, I just want to see, you know, the, the amateur leagues in the in the local races get as many people as they can mm-hmm. and because you know they, they they try hard and and i know because you know like like you said my dad runs those two tracks in ohio and and uh when you put all that into it and and you don't get the show up that um that you want it's it's really a, a shot in the gut and um it really sucks so you know i'm I just, uh, I solely, you know, want to, want to give back and, and, and see, you know, the, the tracks that I used to, to race growing up, um, get as much, you know, exposure and, and riders as, as they can. Um, you know, when I, when I look back at last year and when, uh, when, Matt Burkeen won the, won the, uh, two stroke race, man. He was, he was so excited and, and just, uh, just couldn't believe how much he was getting paid. And, um, that, that, that's kind of my goal is just this, just to see those guys, um, you know, that don't get to race like, like we race. Um, I, I don't know. I just, it just, uh, it's a good spot for me and it's, um, it's awesome. So, um, and I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty sweet. I, I don't know. I, um, 
don't know. I get I get kind of emotional thinking yeah, about it, but uh, for sure, it's 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 an awesome race. And uh, if you're listening, you better get out there. And uh, the the purse is going to be, I think, even bigger than it was last year. Um, to rip some two strokes and and uh, and have a good time at uh, at Buddy Creek and um, you know support the Grag family. It's truly awesome what you do for for this race. Um, I mean, and awesome for the in memorial of Cody and his father as well. But um, man, just giving back to local races like you do, like that, like you said, that means so much for the promoters. It's an event that you race as a kid. It's just, it's just a really cool deal for the sport in general. Yeah, yeah, and I I know they uh, they appreciate it and and. That's that's really all I want, you know, is to to see everybody get uh, get a piece of the pie and and, um, and and do the best they can. I know Muddy Creek's a, an awesome track, and uh, they deserve all the all the riders and and uh, you know all the great action they're gonna they're gonna get to see. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, sir. I. I wanted to touch on that because it's coming up in a couple of weeks, and and you got motocross and nations coming up. I mean, you got you got a lot of good stuff coming up in your life too. I mean, you got another year with another year or two with Red Bull KTM. Uh, another year, yeah. Um, hopefully, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you know, we, we start this this next season uh, off right. Um, maybe sign an extension, but. Yeah. Um, for right now, we're we're just working with a year, so uh, another contract year under my under my belt. So I'm gonna um, do my best to uh, to try and get that that uh, extended. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun these next few weeks and and um, get to watch some good racing, um, the races that I'm I'm not at. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, a good off season and lead into a, an even better season next year awesome love to hear it i was going to queue up uh my kid rock playlist for you but i don't want to get banned from <laughs> uh, from my podcast here so uh you, you can't play music like that on here they like they they take uh your pod off the air so oh dude yeah, yeah they freaking copyright it and all that yeah freaking for the music it's it's Oh, it's another loop. Yeah, you got to jump through. Yeah, they're good at making loops. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was gonna ball with a ball or something. I don't know. Just to, just to say, just to say, hey, maybe, like, maybe maybe one day we can get on and do some karaoke. <laughs> you need to, like, you really should. It, it's I, I would love to. I freaking, <laughs> I've I've been slacking off in the in the carpool karaoke department, so yeah. I need to get on somewhere and and let the uh, let the pipe sing. <laughs> Well, it's always good catching up, man. I appreciate you coming on the Vermoto Podcast Network and, um, you know, kick some butt over in France. Thanks, Troy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, you bet. I'll, um, I'll put on a good show for the, for the American people. Man. We know you will, Captain America. <laughs> All righty, brother. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, man. Yep, you too. See ya. All right, guys. That'll do it. AP. The man AP, Captain America, running number one. If if you could pick somebody in the sport to run number one, that's the guy you want. The cowboy. I was actually pumped that he bought horses too. Like, that was always my thing. You're from Ohio. 
and I'm I'm from this area. I've been here my whole life. There's no cowboys out here. There's there is some farmland, but it's not like Cowboy Central out here. So I was glad that he he basically said that it's his just way of life that he likes living. He likes the everything that comes with it, the the, the stash, the mullet, the hat, the the attire that he wears. It's it's a kit, man. So Fans love it. I love it. Be yourself, man. That's it. So thanks for AP for coming on. You're you're a gentleman and a scholar, sir. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. And I want to thank you guys for listening. The numbers are growing every week. So if you could do me a favor, tell your family, including your mom, your dad, grandparents, kids, just... Tell everyone, all your friends, to listen to the squad pod. If you're at the races, crank it, crank it up. Just put it on and just blast it so everyone can hear it. And be like, hey, that's Troy Dog. That's the squad pod. You need to listen and learn. There's some good stuff coming on this. And I'm I'm honestly I'm starting to write some segments now, like some new segments. So we got some some cool stuff coming to the show. So we're gonna kinda gradually put that into the show as, as we go. So look for some changes. We've seen what works and what doesn't. We've gone to the lab. We've made some algorithms. I've had Clinton Fowler run some numbers. It's just, it's an operation over here. This is no, this is not a joke. This is legit. So thank you for that. Uh, also want to thank Chili Dog. Thank Bird Dog. Not thanking Slaw Dog this week because he's gone. Who knows where? Who knows we'll ever see him again? And what I say is good riddance, you know? Good riddance. You stink, Slaw Dog. Uh, I do want to thank Chase Stallo, though. Always helpful. Always helpful, Chase Stallo. I want to thank Bub Dog and Duke Dog. I should probably just call them by their real names now. It's Eli and Sam, my boys. My kiddos, they make my world turn. I want to thank my wife, Ginger Dog, for not doing power rankings this week and leaving me alone with that. So, you know, it's whatever, dog. Oh, thanks to Ginger Dog for not coming on the pod as well. We've been trying and she won't do it. So, thanks for that. Uh, Thanks to Boots Dog and we'll see you guys next week. I'm outie.